Here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain. I would like to thank all my Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash bsmpod for continuing to support me and what I'm doing. Big thank you to my senior producers. We have Ventus Official and my parents, mom, dad, love y'all. Thank you so much for the support. This very fine evening as Collision draws ever nearer. We could talk about that maybe at the beginning, but let's not date ourselves too much. This is Totally Butts, Philly Tio legend. And before we got started with the official recording where all of you are here, and joining us we have four viewers on twitch for some reason so let's go twitch i'm very happy that i get to talk to people out of philly who actually enjoy philly sports because i asked dawson the other evening you like philly sports and dawson goes i no." so let's do that first to versus mcnab or to and mcnab let's talk about how that ended we we i think we have slightly different opinions but i do think we get to the same place but you I, go I'm first i'll tell you how my my uh so i i love philly sports i love philly sports um i'm i'm a homer for the sport or i'm a bandwagon for the sports i don't really care about like baseball like oh cool it's october let's watch the Phillies. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like i don't really care about baseball but like let's go phillies when i care when i need to uh but i'll be right yeah this is important. There's some important context needed. Butts is grabbing something very important. Yes. Green Bay Packers. Wait, no, hold on. Backwards. Wait, hold on. Green Bay Packers bear. Why is there a Green Bay Packers bear in your in your homestead? Because when I was a kid, I hated Donovan McNabb. Hated him. Uh, and I really liked Brett Favre. So as a kid... I, I just was into the Packers and it kind of just stuck with me into adulthood. Uh, although I did the, the Packers now, like, I don't know. It's Aaron Rodgers is take or leave him. I'm, I liked Brett Favre. <laughs> That's a really uh, tough situation because McNabb and Favre yeah. have each had like, you're kind of lose if you pick both of them throughout their entire lives. Ooh, that so is tough. I, I hated how McNabb was on the field. He, mm. he did a lot of like, it was third and short, and he'd throw it at the ground instead of, like, going for it because he actually had the legs to do it. Uh, and he'd, like, smile or laugh as he's walking off. Um, and he'd, do, he'd just do a lot of, like, hot dog and shit where he's supposed to be, like, the leader. And, like, there, there were situations where it was, like, they're supposed to be doing a, a two-minute drill, uh, and he, like, actually does a good play, and then he's, like pumping up his shit off off the field and it's like dude no like get on the field and be the quarterback what are you doing <laughs> a lot of stuff like that um that a lot of people don't talk about and the coup de gras of it is the one time they got to the super bowl not only did he choke and like vomit because he literally couldn't take the pressure like he threw up on the field famously uh but he, the whole locker room actually hated him not t.o and he is the reason t.o left the coach basically he told the coach it's me or to and the coach was like eh, andy reed's gonna choose mcnab right every time because mcnab is his guy to so only... i root for the eagles unless they're playing the packers that's how it is oh i see well then you had quite a fun game to watch in this past season when it was like what 40 to 30 something when the packers came into town that was a stressful game to watch because i thought how equipped are we to win shootouts? And the answer to the question ultimately was not 100% well equipped to win shootouts mm -hmm. because you let good quarterbacks walk all over you on defense. I'm happy that Jonathan Gannon is gone. No one deserves that 
I guess the Cardinals do because they decided to hire him for like a four-year contract, whatever, whatever. And most of these coaches get guaranteed money too. That's the thing. Think about about Matt Rule. He's going to make millions of dollars for the next however many years. And he got fired six years early from his original seven-year contract or whatever it was. Insane. The, the 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 cap that nobody talks about coaches they they don't count Just against the coaches though the only the head coaches make those those kinds of money. You know but... what? You're right. Even the even the coordinators are kind of just pennies to the dollar compared to head coaches. That's why they all want yeah. to be head coaches. If you're not going to be a head coach, you got to go into casting. <laughs> <laughs> or you just no, have I, to. I care. You know, it's I'm my first love is basketball. So mm. I grew up with Iverson, and now we got you know. We got the process. I'm a big Maxi fan personally. I don't know how big an NBA you are. I know a lot of people hate the NBA. See, I I I love how short the NFL season is compared to basketball, but especially compared to baseball. And to your point, when the when it was the Cardinals that the Phillies first played in the playoffs last year, and they beat the Cardinals in that best of three or best of five series the same weekend that the Eagles beat the Arizona Cardinals last year. And I've, that was when I found out, wait, we made it to the playoffs when we won our first series against the Cardinals. And then I was paying attention to the Braves series and the Padres series heartbreaker for the Astros because I thought, oh, Philly only knows how to take down cheater teams. Well, actually, no, not quite because we couldn't beat the Astros like we beat the Patriots in Super Bowl 52. But I am a big Eagles fan, first and foremost. I grew up not really loving the offense. I didn't like McNabb either. And with the T.O. thing, I thought McNabb is usually the reason why we are losing games more often than the reason why we're winning games we win a lot of 10 to 7 games okay well how do you keep the other team to seven points it's not because McNabb's playing defense it's because you got guys like Brian Dawkins Lito Shepard Troy Vincent in the early days and then people like Quentin Michael and Sheldon Brown in the later days and Brian Dawkins threw it through it all yeah through it all He's my favorite player my favorite Eagles player of all time B Doc and don't get me wrong I love the Eagles like it's and I I definitely love the Eagles, but there there was always just that like petty, which is I feel like I don't know the mo- I feel like that's the most Philadelphian sport thing in me is that pettiness that I have against a quarterback that hasn't been on the team and I don't know how long, and the rest of the team was the best. I actually frequently talk about if you remember Fred X. <laughs> <laughs> I barely like remember Fred X. I'm thankful that I don't remember him that well. <laughs> it was uh, Freddie Mitchell. Yeah. Freddie Mitchell. Mm-hmm. With the 4th uh, and 26, like... and then he proceeded to lay an egg the rest of his career, right? Yeah, but that was the best part because he was definitely the loudest uh, wide receiver on the team and was just like so like, I don't know, he pumped out his chest a lot. and He was just the number four wide receiver. <laughs> and he nicknamed himself Fred X, which is both a terrible and amazing nickname. It's It's stuck. It's stuck. What I love about the Eagles team right now is the seemingly switched roles between the head coach and the quarterback. The quarterback is the one who acts like 
a 10 year veteran NFL head coach who's like seen it all. He's he, he Jalen Hurts reminds me a lot of Mike Tomlin of just a hey, let's just get this done. I think Mike yeah. Tomlin and Jalen Hurts would be too much for one organization. Yeah, the players and the, and the coaching staff, the front staff, oh, yeah. the PR people, they would all say, we don't know what to do. We can't do anything with this. We could literally do nothing. The Eagles concentrated more on Sirianni's antics the entire playoffs and they focus on Hertz almost. And it's funny because normally those roles are switched. Normally it's the players is all brass and talking. And it's so funny when I, when you see that shot like the of first time, the Eagles have had a healthy locker room. <laughs> like, <laughs> as I can remember because, because Jalen Hurts is that dude. He's such a great yeah. leader. You see him talking to teammates on the sidelines and you go, this guy gets it. The teammates all love him. And I go, this is, this is like, this is cathartic because even when Wentz was on his big MVP year in 2017, I didn't get the impression right. that he was super popular as a guy. He was just yeah. playing really well, and everyone was happy that he was playing well. But when you see Hurts talking to these guys, it's like, oh, yeah, he's that dude. But well, uh, even, my favorite even thing... Nick, yeah, even Big Dick Nick. Like, <laughs> like everyone loved him. Like, there was... There's certain quarterbacks that, like, to your point, just like are able to have that like camaraderie and that's that yeah remember jeff garcia in 2006 he got everybody behind him when he replaced donovan McNabb after that torn acl (laughs) that's how it is couldn't throw the ball more than 35 yards down the field but everybody loved him anyway okay i wanted to say that my favorite thing about the super bowl other than Hertz's performance was him like correcting and checking Nick Sirianni on the field. They're waiting for a call to come through and Sirianni starting to talk to the chiefs players and sideline. And Hertz is just like, Oh no, 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 no. And he's just like, he like pulls down his arm and is like, Oi, <laughs> like checking his own head coach. Uh, I watched that clip over and over again. It's so funny. All right. We have talked enough Philly sports for a melee related podcast. I wanted to get into melee at some point tonight we gotta cut it off here philly sports are awesome for their own weird reasons at least we win championships looking at you other cities like jacksonville and cleveland so let's talk about melee i wanted to ask you about your origin story because i get into origin stories with pretty much everybody and i didn't do that recently in the past couple of interviews i've conducted so i thought tios have just this really weird thing where they'll play melee for a little while and decide, you know what, I can do this whole TOing thing better than our current TOs, or I want to have an excuse to run events and have people come over to my place and play. I want to contribute in some meaningful way because I know that I'm not going to be a player long-term. You know, you discover I'm not going to be the best player in the world. So let's get into TOing of all things. And I'm interested in hearing from you. How did you get into melee? And then how did you get into TOing? So melee was like this really. First of all, I got into melee. I feel like late compared to when most people get into melee. Uh, that being like my after college. Um, now I like grew up with Smash Brothers. Like nineteen ninety eight. Like I got Smash Brothers. I played them all. I got. I did the midnight release for Bra. Played melee forever. Right. Be- best in the neighborhood. Like that whole <laughs> classic story. Um, and like had known bits and pieces of what melee was um but in in college played smash 64 and and brawl 
and like kind of played competitively. We would play one on one and without items, but just didn't know any like tech. Didn't know it existed. Uh, and then so we got into Bra minus and Bra plus, and then all of a sudden we found or heard uh, that there was somebody on campus making another uh, brawl mod called Project M. Mm. And it was, and this is actually, we got to, pl I got to play a pre 1.0 build that had Goku in it. Like, <laughs> so Goku they, was in PM. Why, why did they take, oh, well, I know why, but you get yeah. it. Okay. Please continue. But like, it was like, it was like an echo character of Captain Falcon. It was like based off of Captain Falcon, but like changed a bunch of the moves and, you know, a bunch of stuff like that. Oh, so um, that's where float came from. Cause doesn't Goku float a lot? Then Ganondorf yeah, floats. Like, yes. Oh my gosh. I'm going to ask Blade that. Shout, 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 shout out was, to Vigilante Blade was on the development team. Please continue. Sorry, go ahead. So the dev that I met was a guy called Vanguard. He's the guy who made uh, Lucario. He designed Lucario. So oh, that's cool. Everyone hates Lucario and it's his weirdness. Blame Vanguard, I guess. Uh, so blame and, is a strong yeah. word. Say thank you. <laughs> I, yeah, I say thank you. I think Lucario is sick. Mm. I just... I've said that to people and they're like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> they're not, they are so unappreciative. That's the kind of person who has a bad thing to say about Shane McWinning his first super major. <laughs> but yeah, so I learned PM exists. So then that gets into the rotation of the games we're playing. Uh, and then the documentary comes out. And then I watch the documentary and the documentary is the coolest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I pretty much like at that point is like when I'm, I finish school. Um, and I went to college, like right next to the old Xanadu venue. <laughs> so like, if, if only I had known just a few, even months earlier, weeks earlier, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I go home I, my first tournament uh, is with the one kid I played the most smash with. Um, we go to apex 2014, 4 PM. Um, I got to see, uh, you know, the, I got to see the salty suite. I got to see that. I got to see PPMD win, or I guess he was Dr. PP. Um, I got to see that entire PM tournament. That was, that was what I call the best PM tournament of all time. Um, and then I just, you know, long story short, I couldn't practice PM cause I didn't have PM at home, but I had melee. So I practiced melee at home. Uh, and then apex 2015, I'm a Marth main. Switched to a Ganon main because I lose a money match. Switched to Ganon and actually did better and was told that I that my Ganon was better. And then a year and a half later, I'm a Mario main because I couldn't stand Ganon anymore. And then that's like pretty much when I would say my melee career actually started. It was like I guess what is that 2017 era 2018. Um, and then yeah, from there it was me being a Mario main. Got onto the PR like right before the pandemic for for Philly PR. Uh, and then, yeah, I don't know. Pandemic happened. And then that kind of just like leads pretty naturally into being a TO. Cause like, it's not that I like wanted to stop my melee aspirations, but I'm not like, I'm not trying to be the best in the world. I'm trying to be the dopest Mario. That's like my melee aspiration. So. I believe that's something I can balance while being a TO. <laughs> <laughs> that was tough. You, you, you can get those clips if you grind enough. It's not as if you have to grind as much as a top player to win a super major as you would to grind out some some unranked and get, you know. I gotta I'm grab a top 100 winner too, at a, you know what I mean? Like, I gotta. Ooh, such right? as? 
Such yeah, as? Well, Dawson's, Dawson's in the region, so I gotta get another Dawson win now that he's top 100. I have I have a post-quarantine Dawson win, but not a top 100 Dawson win. Yeah, so that is tough because Dawson's Dawson's glow-up seems to have happened pretty pretty quickly compared to, I guess, maybe, maybe other players. Uh, it depends on who you're talking about because Ginger or Bones, probably the best example of like the slow up-and-comer started playing forever ago and have only just in the past, within the past five years started to play well enough to be considered top 100 or in Ginger's case, top 40 or top 30. Sorry, Ginger, I forgot your ranking. Anyway... Uh, I, I'm thinking about how Dawson seemed to seem to it seemed like a different player 2018 compared to let's say 2021 when we were starting to come oh, back yeah. from things like a really I different player. I mean, I, even even then, like I like because I I'd like to say like that obviously like I I was slowly getting better too. So I had like a Dawson one Dawson win in each of his eras. I want probably I think I have three. <laughs> as all <laughs> as of, Mario, I, right? Out of a total of like forty or something, um, but yeah, I'll take those three. Yes, you um, will. Mm -hmm. And you, yeah, no, you, no one makes a joke about you losing thirty-nine times in a row to Dawson, all right? Oh yeah, no, you you only talk about that with porkers, but that's a whole other story. Mm. <laughs> the so yeah, no, with Dawson, he, his even between like as soon as quarantine ended, and then like his grind through like the twenty twenty one like online era that the beginning of 2021 to the end of 2021 he got insane like it's it's which is i feel like that's like the level he was at before quarantine started is the hardest one of the hardest points of melee i would imagine to like continue to get better at and he did it at such a drastic you know like he went from being like oh cool he's one of the best in philadelphia to like oh yeah he's just kind of the, he's just the kind of the best in philadelphia like as long as long as Kem is like staying in Long Island, <laughs> hearing Dawson talk about it. But also, also, I you know, there's there's been some there have been some victories now in Dawson's corner, but it's still very lopsided lof, lifetime. Probably always will be super ultra lops lopsided because Fox is a tough matchup for Jigglypuff. It always will be. If you have a cracked Kem, Fox, Kem's just different. Yeah, he's also just different. Yeah. Came into his first tournament and won. He's one of those kids, like literally won his first tournament. Just casually qualifying for the Panda Cup finale. <laughs> Rip. He didn't go zero and two for seven years or whatever, like most people. <laughs> <laughs> went out in two for a long time damn it <laughs> you chose mar no did you choose mario from the beginning or was sorry hold on you probably yeah, talked no, it, was about marth, it was marth for a year okay ganon for a year and a half right i heard ganondorf right right, right. um it, and then ganon i d decided that ganon was miserable to play as mm -hmm. so ironically it was like mario feels much better but mm. he does definitely is you um, know there, there's this amazing I feeling that of, you have lots of mario opinions i had lots of mario opinions well, I think the one that I hear a lot is where where is the fist? If you gave Mario the Doc fist, things would just be different. So why haven't you switched over to Doc? Tell me that. Why haven't you switched over to Doc? Doc's worse. Mario's a better character. Okay, but tell me why. It's, there's a lot of propaganda. And and it comes down to Doc. This is what most people say. Pills or Doc has kill confirms. You're using Which, quotes, but our combo, our throw, up throw to forward air. I'm not saying the kill confirms are not true. 
but it's also not to say that Mario. It's it's basically saying like, oh, Mario cannot kill, which is not true. Um, and it also, in my opinion, dis discounts uh, how well Mario does in neutral compared to how Doc does in neutral, because I think that's a big difference. Because Mario, two big advantages again compared to Doc are like just longer hitboxes, so you can just reach further. Uh, and one less frame of landing, one or two, depending on the on the aerial, less frame of uh, landing lag on his aerials. So it's just able to combo more, which means that he has more openings in neutral that are more threatening because it's not just going to be chip damage or something. It's going to lead to stuff. Um, and that neutral overall, it's like, I mean, it's, I don't know. I feel like we could talk the rest of the time. Um, that, but that I feel like Mar Mario's neutral, uh, its ability to win that neutral overall and like the matchups. Uh, there are some matchups that Doc definitely does better than, and is like like Marth or uh, Puff, like definitely like Shore. Um, but it's not like all floaties. Um, Mario is able to like edge guard, for example. Like Doc can't, Doc can't sit out there for forever. Mario's recovery is better, so he's able to edge guard better, right? So he can go out there and like deal with a peach that's just kind of floating or deal with a samus that's just shooting bombs for example for floaties mm. or, or go out there to a, a luigi my favorite is going out to luigi and just caping him the other way going all the way out there <laughs> caping him caping the side v and making luigi go the other way um and th those are just like options that doc does doesn't have as much of he's much he's much more one-dimensional in in his his, his one dimension is a lot better than Mario, a lot of Mario's dimensions, but I think the sum of Mario's parts, having all of the those the, the excuse me all of those dimensions, end up you know making it better. Um, though, if we're being honest, it's negligible. All, they're right next to each other on the fucking tier list. <laughs> they're right next to each other. <laughs> um, and then p fireballs are better than pills, but. I'm going to put out a video potentially with turn down for Walt. We'll see. <laughs> yes. That's who you got to team up with. Also, who's <laughs> also, you got to get this. You got to get this. Okay. So we also have to talk about your Mario discord community combo videos because the most recent one was super cool. Did it feature Sozin? Because I feel like I've only just heard of Sozin within the past three months. Sozin's been on every one. Okay. So that's just me not paying attention then. I mean, there's a bunch of them on there, um, but I, yeah, now I've been preaching Sozin as the truth of the future of Mario uh, for years now, and I'm super happy that he's finally like able to give himself some platform. He wasn't in the best area in terms of like internet and tournaments, so he couldn't like he just couldn't do much to like just let people know he was good as fuck at melee. And then now he's living in an area that just he can go out more. He just good internet and going you know it's all that's all good now so now he's just putting out clips and gets hella views on twitter and frequently makes more more than one person in my local scene say but why don't you combo like sozin <laughs> that's so mean that's so mean why don't you just play Sheik as good as jmook <laughs> I, I wish i could I mean, when you're seeing anyone play Mario, even when you see turned down for Walt's suspiciously task-looking Mario out on Twitter, I mean, are you saying to yourself, I haven't thought of this before, or are you saying, I just don't have the fingers for this? I, every, I'm always looking for... That's So that's the thing with Mario, um, and why the Mario community is so cool in the Discord, 
uh, is that there's like seven of us. <laughs> like, unironically, like there's there's less than ten of us, like active at least. Uh, and of the people who are active in the Mario Discord, half of them are like doc mains who are just hanging out or in like talk shit sometimes, or uh, people who play, you know, both. Like, um, uh, Slim Chang's a good example. He's like a Mario Brothers main. <laughs> Was He's amazing. Wait, hold on. Was there someone who came into the Discord who said, Mango's playing as Mario on stream right now. Here's a Twitch clip. Here's another one for two weeks and then just disappeared after that? Well, no. So when Mario first played, this is actually hilarious. When Mario first played, uh, or Mario, when Mango first played Mario on his stream, when he was first doing it, like on Ranked or whatever, um, a couple weeks ago, it was posted in the Discord. And then in the Discord, we were all talking mad shit and now uh, i Mar mango's mario sucks he, he is a bad mario he's good at melee and can get good results with mario because he's good at melee but his mario is just not good the amount of times that we were just like d and mango like just up throw near somebody at like 60 percent and go wow mario sucks it'd be like well maybe there's other things you can do but you could also just up throw near and say wow mario sucks that's an option as well <laughs> okay so that's gonna be your intro to your video in big text with turned on for Walt's voice going something to the effect of mango's mario is dog water and here's it's why it's bad <laughs> I think that's a great way to grab everyone's attention. Everyone will go, Mango's not bad at Mario. Watch this video. Oh, I see now. I think that's a great hook for you. Yeah, no, he he he's fake. He's a fake he's a fake Mario. And it's not because he like switched to Doc or whatever. Like what I, I I love to hate on Doc, and that's fun. And it's it's very fun to have the Doc hate or whatever. A Doc is fun and cool too. Mario's better and cooler, but whatever. Uh, but no, it is his his Mario was basic as shit. His Mario was so basic. <laughs> Ever since none came on the scene, I don't think anybody's really wanted to say it. And I think after him bringing it out again and ranked, like none's Mario is real. Even though like it's only real against fast followers, that's fine. That's okay. It's still super. I Sozin it isn't as cool as Sozin is without none doing all of none's cool shit. But now Sozin's just a cooler stuff than none does. If we're being honest. Hmm. Yeah, no, I see Sozin clips and I go, that's better than I feel like anything I've seen. By the way, shouts out to Clembule or Clembu1e saying, Clem, my up? goat in the Twitch chat. Welcome, welcome. Clem is it Clembule or is it Clembu1e? What, 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 what are we rolling with? Butts, you tell Clem, me. Clem's the NYC. Wait, Clem, aren't you, uh, are you helping TO Collision? I Ooh. can't see the chat, but you can... Yes, well, I will monitor. With, uh, NYC TOing. That's very cool, helping the TO collision. I mean, okay, so what I know about the collision T, Clembule, but Clem. So there's the clarification. And I'm sure more communication is coming in regards to what is Clem doing this weekend, helping to TO collision. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, what I know is that Anchor is doing it with Ryobeat for like head toing the melee yeah. side of things. I know they're, the, I know they're the, the main people. Clem says that I am helping. Yes. So let's go, Clem. Good luck. I wish I was going. I was one of the many people who were like, what? It closed? They couldn't register in time? Oh, no. <laughs> so instead, for people who can't go, we're host. I'm, I'm hosting a, a one of our monthlies tomorrow or Saturday. 
little makeup that, event. Yeah, I mean, I just I just figured I'd just announce it. I announced it like a week before, like what, a few days ago. Yeah, yeah well, after registration ends, you know, you don't want to yeah, be that like person. I just, I just waited and just, yeah, like it's there's there's zero conflicts at that point. Um, And yeah, anybody, I mean, it was mostly just going to be a watch party. Do you think that Slim Chang will be going? That's another new Twitch chatter here who is saying Jeffy Butts. So you you we you, we forgot to talk about this when we were talking about your tag. You did not say Jeffy Butts. That, no, uh, I guess Slim is the only one who calls me Jeffy. Slim's Slim's uh, West Coast. So unless Slim's flying over to the East Coast. Mm, that'd be cool though. Wait, hold on. Well, does is Slim a stream monster or did Slim used to be over here in the East Coast? I don't think Slim has ever been East Coast. Mm. Uh, but the Mario Discord. I let the Mario Discord know that I was doing this. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. The, Mar the Mario Discord's close-knit. There's, Like I said, there's, there's like seven seven of us. Let's go, Slim. Never lived outside of oh, California. Yeah, actually, we that's on, awesome. We went, on, we went on so many tangents here because first... I went on a tangent in terms of why I went, why I was on the Mario Discord. But before that, I never actually went into why I was being a TO because we went into being, we went into just why I was playing Melee for so long. See, this whole thing about podcasting though is that we would eventually get back to it, hopefully. Clem, the, the, the TO, so thank Clem, don't thank me. Uh, and shouts, no, out to, shouts out to Slim for stopping in and saying hello. <laughs> But we also had um, to I, talk about why mangoes, Mario's dog water, and why you wanted to, why you you wanted to make it clear that Mario is better than Doc, and Mario is better than Luigi. Or did you not? No, you didn't say that. We were just we casually brought Luigi into the discussion for some reason, but we didn't actually declare where Mario is compared to Luigi. Is Mario better or worse than Luigi? I mean, you watched World War quite, quite a bit. There's a world where Mario is better just because I think that Luigi's recovery is just so bad. Only Hoborg so, makes it look reasonable. Honestly, would you play Hoborg or like, would you play the Luigi's that just have misfires on lock? Like <laughs> for some reason, <laughs> then, then Luigi doesn't have an ass recovery. And then you're like, Oh, okay. Well then this is a tough matchup. <laughs> so like, it's I guess yeah, it's hard to say. It's depends where you define the misfiring and everything. Because uh, I mean, the honestly, I think that Mario's worst matchups, Mario and Luigi's matchup chart is very similar, and the worst matchups for Mario are worse for Luigi, but the best matchups for Mario are better for Luigi. I'm laughing. So, because... I'm laughing because Slim is asking, Luigi's recovery is underrated. Who else can get knocked out that far and still make it back? And immediately off the bat, I was like, Puff, Samus, and Peach can make it back. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, but, yeah. but but off that logic, and I know we have had a very limited discussion, Slim Chang, but since you're talking to us, your logic applies to Peach, Samus, and Puff. Therefore, they are also incredibly underrated recoveries as well. The, we're, we're, that's all. That's all we're saying. One up his chat now. Now it's getting active. 
it's getting a little active. It's also because I'm talking back. See, this is called engagement. No, I'm kidding. You know about engagement. You have some great tweets out on here on the timeline, making sure that people know what's going on, seeing some clips. And I love, I love how you do, you know, you do put out your takes about even things about BTS shutting down. Well, now, well, hold on. Ranking, you would be ranked 22nd on the other leaderboard. <laughs> the other leaderboard referring to the, uh, the, the, um, what did they call the Australia the slash, slash Asian uh, region? Yeah, what did I say? It's just the other. It's, it's literally North other. America. Yeah, it's North America, Europe, and other. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I guess the question I should ask Slim Chang is, who do you play in melee, and is it Luigi? And you can talk about you can talk about the Luigi recovery more if you want to in chat, and we will we will respond because now we're oh. oh Slim's active in the Mario Discord. I know Slim very well. Oh, and does all three of the Mario brothers likes to play yeah, and main all three of them? He sure does, and he's and he's. So there, there's a, what's fun in the Mario Discord is there's a there's always discussion of who's the second best Mario, who's the second best Mario main, uh, and if Slim was a Mario main, then it would be him. If not, I mean, he might be he might have called for the best. It's hard. Tim and Small Hands are the two best, but he doesn't main Mario, so they can't. Yeah, <laughs> so he's not in that discussion. Who's the best Mario? Did we talk about that? Is it you or is it Sozin or who? No, it's it's uh, Small Hands Brian. Small Hands Brian. I've not heard this tag. Talk to me about some results for Small Hands Brian. I mean, it's, he hasn't played much post-pandemic. Um, I think online stuff, though, like right after quarantine or during quarantine, like right when Slippy came out, he had like some BBB wins and like uh, a... a uh, Classic. What's his? Who's the buff? Who's the buff Marth? What's his face? Buff Marth. Buff Marth. Buff Marth main from like Midwest or something. Reeve. Reeve. Oh, oh, you're Crazy. right. Reeve Yo, is incredibly cut. Reeve yeah, is very buff. cut. Okay, because all the Marth mains that came to mind, I was like Zane. No, Logan. No, Kadoran. I've seen Kadoran IRL. No, and I'm like I'm so confused. But then you <laughs> mentioned Reeve. Never buff. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. That's a tough scene. Because, like, if you mentioned Sheik, I'd go, you're talking about J-Flex, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then also, and then also, he, uh, he's the only, well, I guess he technically played, like, Ices for 5% of his time, but I don't think it got him got him any help. But he definitely, he, he got a, I'm pretty sure he got Grandmaster. I, I know he definitely got Master, but I'm pretty sure he got Grandmaster. That's cool. So, so has Mario. played Slippy ranked with? Yeah, with rank, on ranked, yeah. Sweet. I forget if it's Grant. Um, he definitely got Master, but I want to say he got. Want to say he got Grandmaster. Uh, you know, very, I think I think. Good. So okay, here's an interesting question for you because you play Mario, you play on ranked, I assume. Okay, because I I just hadn't seen uh, in your Twitter. Now I have not gone down far enough to see a I tweet of you. Results on my Twitter ever. Oh, ever? Okay. Well, I was going to say, I hadn't seen one to that effect, so, well, that would be why. For, well, except for the meme one about, like, I'd be ranked 22nd and the other. That's it. I thought it was funny. <laughs> that is fun. That is fun. But I wanted to ask you about about the uh, the whole best of three format where you have stage bands, which I think is really amazing, no matter who you are, because you get to ban a stage. But 
for mid tiers and low tiers, you know, the people that are outside of the quote unquote viable to win a tournament characters. So outside of the top seven, all these characters benefit quite a bit from stage bans. Do you agree or disagree? Cause I think once, once ranked has best of five, that the mid tiers and low tiers will have similar level of success. But as I'm thinking about it, somebody can make the argument to say, no, as soon as best of five comes out, then the mid tiers and low tiers are going to suffer because they can't do stage bans anymore. Sort of, I think depending on the mid tier, like I think for Mario, it's, he just doesn't like every character is just better on every stage, every high tier. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like for Link or for Donkey Kong, bands are you know way more meaningful on both sides, honestly. Because now Donkey Kong and Link have have FD. You know what I mean? So that might help them more. Like, no Donkey Kongs are playing any foxes on FD right now on on ranked. They don't so, want that smoke. I mean? it, it definitely it definitely goes both ways depending on the character. I think on Mario's end, it doesn't matter as much. And in fact, I like it more because it doesn't matter as much. It's more um, opponent-based. Like, it's just more like I got to outplay my opponent. Um, I, I, with the exception of if I'm playing Dawson, uh, and I'd rather play in a two out of three because I'd rather not play on Dreamland, I suppose. <laughs> but like, I mean, strike the strike the Dreamland, know, pull a three, Cody. And a, well, in a two out of three, if I don't win the first game, as a mid tier, I feel like it's a lot harder to come back. But if I don't win the first game in a three out of five, I feel like I have a much better chance. Wait, that's, you... that's from a Mario's perspective, I think from like a Luigi's perspective, or like a you know characters that care about fd more mm. doc cares about fd way more oh yeah for doc sure there you go did you say doc has kill confirms on fd if doc has kill confirms on every stage <gasps> but you were kind of dismantling the idea of kill confirms earlier was i not paying enough attention for doc well no it's, no, no no so doc should still use what he has to his advantage um I just think that what he, what Mario has to his advantage is better. Doc just Doc does things better than Mario does. So like Doc on FD is better than Mario on FD against Spacey's. Just because Doc has that kill confirmed and Mario doesn't. Right. Um, but that FD is not the only stage. <laughs> Mario so, and Doc you know. hate is like fighting over Sierra Mist and Sprite being different. Okay, well, Slim, we're. I mean, I no, so I'm with Slim. It's like I said. It's it's ultimately they're, just, they're right next to each other in the tier list. And every time I see a tier list that has them like at all separated in tiers, uh, that's where I get like, what are we doing? They're the same character. <laughs> I'm thankful that we had both of them as compared to well we don't want to add a clone into the game so we just won't add in doc because then we wouldn't have you know the history of shroomed and now the modern era of franz franz however you pronounce the tag because i like seeing different characters other than fox falco marth falcon chic i i i'm you know when you get to see june bug on a random saturday 
having an amazing day versus all the peaches in MDVA for some reason. That that's that's fun. That's cool. And that would be my reason why I don't think mid tiers and low tiers will struggle with ranked best of five someday whenever that happens because they don't seem to have a problem with it IRL. So bring it on. Exactly. Okay, so we do have to talk about how you became a TO. We gave a lot of love to the Marios, to your Mario, to the Mario Discord. Slim Chang has stuck around and really chatted quite a bit. So big shout outs to Slim Chang. I'm, I'm putting you in the overlay. Making a actually. whole video, making a whole video about why fireballs are better than pills. That's why I'm, I would have got into it if it wasn't for that. But that's that will be coming out one day. Sorry, I needed to make that a point. <laughs> Let's go. So talk about TOing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so first off, I want to give every prop first to Gene, to Moosh. Um, they were the like only TOs, I guess, around when I was. Um, and George. George hosts uh, No Johns. Mm, yes, you're talking about MPL. Let's go, George. No Johns is super cool. Um, and... I am the worst. I'm the worst with that. I'm actually, I might even try to look it up. Uh, did, did, uh, what is it? Drexel. Drexel has been hosting tournaments in the city as well. Uh, bi-weeklies like when they can during, during the school year too. Um, I just wanted to give the props to like the current TOs that aren't me. I'm a new TO in the scene. Mm. Um, I've been, I've only been TOing for like a year, I guess a year and a half now. A little, yeah. Like since August of not last year, but the year before, I guess. Um, yeah. So I became a TO uh, because I, once quarantine kind of like happened, the like current melee TOs at the lab, which is what our local is, uh, where we go every Tuesday, uh, like moved on with their lives. Um, and the, that TO being Panos, uh, I don't know if you know Panos, notable Captain Falcon player, going to be at Collision. Let's go, Panos. Um, Panos was the best. Uh, I feel like I took, I, I like had his shoes to fill, which felt like the biggest shoes ever. Um, and I mostly did it because when we came back from quarantine, Moosh was hosting because he has the venue. Uh, he We always hosted on Tuesdays. Um, he just didn't have somebody to run it. So he was just doing it himself, um, but not really putting an effort because he was like running the venue and like, he was doing everything, right? So like very, you know, he would just turn the stream on and then he would just like, he, yeah, he wouldn't really advert, or I guess he, he would make the tweet about it. But it, 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 I feel like, it, the long story short is I feel like a lot of people were kind of taking him for granted just because in Philadelphia, technically, it's actually just outside of Philly, but we're super um, privileged in terms of our venue because it's a venue for video games. Moosh has that building to run tournaments. Thursdays is fighting games. Fridays is Smash Ultimate. Saturday weekends is, you know, monthly events. Just birthday parties for kids sometimes. Um, and if the price is right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so... I kind of just wanted to, I just, you know, I just been in the scene for, for a long time and just, you know, just, somebody, it was kind of one of those, like somebody should have or needed to step up. Right. Um, and at the same time, I am a doubles lover. 
I think doubles is better than singles. <laughs> I love doubles. Ooh, we should talk about doubles. Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. I love doubles. Uh, so I became a TO um, only if the major or the major, the uh, monthly that I run, because we one of the reasons we needed a TO is so we can have monthlies again and like organize those. Uh, so those those monthlies were going to be doubles only. And I did doubles only, I believe, for only one tournament because not many people come out for a doubles only tournament. Um, but that turned into that tournament series being called Cheeks because I'm totally butts. <laughs> and it's a doubles tournament. <laughs> uh, so many things going for it except for the apparent lack of love for doubles. Well, I mean, so we had uh, so the first the first Cheeks was won by Zion and Slug. This is before Zion's like was officially banned from places. Um, so yeah, Zion and Slug were the actual first was the first team, uh, and then it was like Team Dope, which is Soap and, and Dawson, and then Dimension and God Touch. Pretty much kind of went back and forth. I want to say Hoborg uh, and Young Silver won one of those. I might be mixing it up with one of the current series, which is called The Legend of Philly now kind of rebranded because when it was cheeks it was doubles even when we started adding singles and like other a couple like p plus and stuff um it was i would like any time we would have a pop bonus it was only four doubles and like singles singles was billed as a side event um and then yeah i wanted to just run a proper monthly after doing a year of that which is why we do the legend of philly which is just like we have doubles but it's it's a proper like singles monthly um but yeah, so it was like built on me kind of like feeling some sort of obligation to that somebody should. And I felt, com you know, comfortable being in the scene a long time. And also I wanted to do a doubles tournament. Uh, <laughs> and now my end goal, I never thought that I'd like end up like trying to learn being a TO and like trying to get better at being a TO. Um, and it's it's a kind of fun skill set to like build. Uh, and but my end goal for myself, like I know a lot of TOs would probably be like, I want to run a major, uh, and I have a lot of opinions about like how every tournament's a major now and how that's stupid and we need the regionals back. Um, but I want to run my end goal is a doubles major. See, there we go. People have been talking about where's this doubles major, and right now it's brewing. It's and here's the thing here's the thing cooking. doubles, I want the I, I want a doubles major. Uh, just because I want a love for doubles to come back. And um, I know the solution for doubles to come back as well. And I think it's also the solution for melee dying right now. If I, if I may present it it's very short and sweet. Go ahead. So everyone's talking about melee dying. Cause I'll, you know, all these orgs are going, you know, BTS and it's very sad. And First of all, this isn't the first time that Melee's dying, and then we've some other people have had to step up. Shouts out we'll to CLD fine. for signing Magi and Cody within the past two months. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, I just Melee's gone through ups and downs before, like big like this. Uh, this seems pretty on, on the bigger end, but it's there's been other big like huge like oh Melee's dying, and number one. The oversaturation of majors last year, right? Was literally every other week there was a major. There was a, th I believe there was a, th I believe, what was it? I think it was August through October. 
there was literally a major either for melee or ultimate or both every week which is too much what i loved all that melee maybe not from a like you know mental health standpoint for players tos staff and everything but i personally i was like big football fan so i get to watch the eagles every sunday and now i get to watch melee every sunday oh by the way you 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 did you did what uh slim just asked you to do in chat which was take a rip let it rip and i know you need to like you you can't do that while you're talking I, i haven't had a cigarette since december 27th all right so this is that's what this is mm-hmm. no no it's okay it's all good but that's, <laughs> that's what slim wanted to happen in chat and i was going to suggest it but i needed you to get through your thing but i also wanted to make it clear that i personally enjoyed all the wealth of an overabundant saturation there's not too much melee in me when jay mook and the hungry box are showing up to every mickey mickey mouse major and battling it out for first place it was super fun well, for me Here's here's the solution, and and the solution because I'm sure you as the viewer and me as the viewer, I'm a long time viewer myself. I love love watching melee myself. Uh, we don't have to just because there's not a major every weekend doesn't mean we don't have to watch high level melee every weekend. Right, we it don't. Doesn't, it doesn't require a major. That all that requires is at least a regional. And with the rise of the major, I think the, I think the issue was like so all of these regionals that were regionals 2017, 2018, 2019, and by the end of 2019, half of those regionals ended up actually being majors in 2019. There were kind of a lot of majors. It wasn't quite as oversaturated. You may take it or leave it if it was oversaturated. Then it was not nearly like it was last year. Um, but it was like I kind of saw like the regional sort of dying because thankfully re- or made you know they were they were growing and that's cool like, i don't want to take away like a tournament growing that's awesome to see um but for one we've seen we've learned that a certain amount of growth is unsustainable at least right now in esports because orgs are pulling out and like things are just not uh yeah things are just not sustainable like things are things are not consistent uh in in the esports like uh, business, I guess. Nothing, nothing stays consistent unless you're a C9 or a Liquid, or it seems like even TSM, because didn't TSM just drop Tweak, right? There's a certain amount of yeah having to get skinny that TSM's done because their FTX thing kind of fell through like super hard. And that's a huge org that had to get skinny, right? So it, even even at that point, so there's definitely got to be a point where you know growing could be too much it becomes that's where it becomes unsustainable like where growing is bad and you have to learn you know we learned that in the hard way unfortunately kind of with 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 like companies like tsm who had to you know cut to cut down like everybody had to learn trickle all the way down um but i think that just means that we need to bring back the regional and i think that the loss of the regional was the loss of doubles because the regional, I don't know if you watched Melee in the 2015 like to 2018 era. Sadly, no. Doubles was the shit. That's when doubles was the coolest. Because there was all, because I, I'm really not sure why. I guess, you know what it actually was? It was because there wasn't as many, it wasn't 500 people at a tournament. It was 200 people at a tournament. When you have 200 people at a tournament, you can spend four hours playing doubles because you have the, because you have the time to. 
because you don't have to run the tournament for 400, 500 people, you know? You can dedicate a whole bunch of time to doubles or like a whole first day or whatever, it might, you know, whatever it might be. So doubles had like all this more meaning at the regional. So all of these like mid, you know, like it's it just, just like, you know, singles has that B level. So like, you know, basically what, 10 through 30 where they're like not quite the best in the world, but like if they play each other, it's some of the best melee you're ever gonna see. That happened at regionals all the time, <laughs> right? So we don't need to lose that. And then that's what we get for doubles too. We bring up those teams again to start going to those regionals. And then we get that level of melee in the doubles aspect. And then when we go to the actual majors, when we go to a Genesis, we're not gonna just see like, oh, who are the four teams we recognize? And then who the hell are these guys? You know what I mean? So bring back the regional and it literally solves everything. It solves the melee problem with melee dying. It solves uh, the problem with doubles. Uh, and uh, I don't know, other problems that there were probably had, that, that we can't think of right now. <laughs> we're, doing, we're, yeah, we're, well. we're, we're eating a well over here in Tri-State though, because I want to give shout outs. Okay, well, you know what? Let me back up. First of all, we have people like 22 Ghoul and Small Hands Brian dropping follows on the Twitch, so thank you for that. Small Hands Brian also chatted and said, yes, absolutely agree. So many people got into Melee during the COVID Slippy era. So many players aren't hip to how fucking Swag's dubs is. So Small Hands Brian is totally behind you, but anyway, I, what, I was, what I was also wanting to say about the tri-state area and how we're eating is that no john's three is going to pop off that's that's pretty much just guaranteed because everybody who i Creed talked to about pop off. huh creed's also gonna pop off yes whenever that happens please let it happen gene and and short hops which is debuting melee themed uh beer cans and I, it already has pre-order forms. <laughs> I'm not a drinker, but I'm going to buy them and hopefully go because how cool is that? That's so sick. I could buy those cans and take them home and just put them up in the, in the something somewhere and said, yes, Gene made that happen. It's super, super cool. And then, and then down in Baltimore, Bard, AKA Neil, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's crushing it down there for, for Baltimore stuff, which has been missing this entire time. It feels like no, no offense to Xanadu, but that felt more like let's drag these people up from V from, from Virginia. But now everybody from Virginia wants to go up towards Baltimore to these, to these Baltimore, like in proper, like the Baltimore city limits it's in the itself city in, in the city itself. Right. Yes. And it's super, it's super cool. I mean, that's, that's, that was over 120 entrants at the last monthly. Hopefully there will be a lot of entrants in this upcoming monthly at the end of the month. I will be going to, um, to bards next monthly down there on march 25th but we we are doing so well with regionals and tri-state i i am super thankful and happy all of these are within a reasonable driving distance we could get a carpool going and there's people in 717 who actually want to go to that stuff it's super cool yeah definitely i i need to hit up uh bard again we were there was like a bit of a, a like a few months in a row where we had like a, a cross promotional kind of thing going on for our legend of philly thing and his thing um and then i think yeah we just took some months off i so the way the way i run it is i kind of just want to make sure that there's always some melee for people to play in philly because there are just there was just a period of time where like we only had one 
weekly on Tuesdays, and that was it. People were like, well, what if I can't show up on a t- on that? Like, uh, you know, what if I have class on Tuesdays, or what if I work late? You know, like, some people do work second shift after all. Exactly right. So uh, the, I run. I definitely, you know, like to try to host bigger ones and try to get a lot more people to come out. But then at the very least, like this one, um, you know, some people got shafted, not against the TOs, just like timing and stuff in terms of uh, not being able to sign up for collision on time, myself included. I wasn't planning on even running a a monthly this month, but uh, just kind of how things worked out. I was just like, well, kind of why not? Right. Like if there's melee to be played, if people will play melee, why not host? That's that's my whole thing. So I'm not I'm not always looking to always have like, oh, let's have the most people ever. I just want to make sure I provide a space for people to play melee if at all possible. Right? If if you feel comfy talking about the the multi TOs trying to run multi events, trying to make things pop off, trying to make things happen dynamic because it is a very delicate balance to say, I want my event to pop off. And yes, technically, I want other people's events to pop off. But I guess first and foremost, my event to pop off. You were talking about people getting shafted for the collision registration stuff and it being capped. Um, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. We've known about collision and registration was open for a while. Did we not or did we not know? I feel like I knew since... We all, since... Knew, we all knew for sure. There was a little bit of a miscommunication in terms of like, oh, is the cap relative to just melee or is it for the whole tournament? I ah. guess it was like... But that's... I'm I'm not... I Again, I'm not trying to blame the TOs on that. That is the, everybody who did not sign up for collision on time's fault. <laughs> but uh, we just didn't expect everybody else to sign up as early as they did i guess is what it turned out to be because it, it closed earlier than expected as far as anybody who didn't sign up on time would say myself included um it's tough out there it's still my fault it is not their fault or anybody else's <laughs> i thought i thought that there would be a timeline where we went back to because what i okay so let me just make sure that i make it clear to you i i started following melee at the end of 2018 more closely i started watching live events in the beginning of 2019 but I would say overall, I haven't been in the weeds nearly as much as I have ever since starting this podcast in the beginning of 2021. So all I hear about when Riptide 2021 gets announced, that was the first in-person major that you could register for coming out of the COVID era, like the COVID lockdown era. And it registered out within within 24 hours or, or, or 48 hours. And they had to increase the cap and because they said, oh, well, since everybody registered and we have budgetary means, we could extend the cap a little bit. And then it capped out again and capped out one more time, I think, even after that. And I thought, well, everyone's excited to get back to a melee in-person major. So this will not be the case moving forward. But then every once in a while, something like Collision or Combo Breaker, something where melee or Smash in general is not the focus and therefore it will be capped it'll be hard capped and there's nothing you can do about it and it will still somehow you 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 have to register outside of a month to kind of have that spot guaranteed that is that is pretty tough yeah and collision's also a super established uh ultimate tournament too right so like not no surprise that it already you know what i mean it's a lot of melee people are like "Ooh, new major I, you know, <laughs> well, I, right? that's me. I was like, "Ooh, new major." <laughs> I, yeah, I, I only know that it, it, I was only, I guess, reminded. I guess I've heard of Collision before, but I was reminded that it was a. It's been an ultimate tournament, 
um, by Moosh, because Moosh, you know, is deep in the ultimate scene as well, of course. Deep in the sauce, deep in the sauce. Okay, so we wanted to, no, we kind of already covered that. What else did we want to cover this evening? Because I think we got a great picture of what things are currently like in Philly. Oh, yes, doubles major. We'll put a timeline on that. If you have a doubles major by 2025, will you be happy? Or is it too late, too far in the future? You want it sooner. I am far too modest of a human being. Um, I mean, so I, for, the first thing I need to get over is uh, my. So in my, what I feel like my role in a t, as a TO right now is I do my shit, um, but the second anybody else like this you know and i'm not saying this like gene is walking on my toes or anything but if gene wants to run something i'm just like oh yes no please run it no i want you to have it i want the whole month is yours you know what i mean like i need to have some sort of like some more urgency for my own shit um in terms of making sure that i'm growing my stuff and like i, I my one of my mainly goals in the beginning of the year was to host a tournament that had at least 100 people at it i haven't done that before um, and in order to do that, I need to, you know, I lose opportunities the more, you know, I need, I need to figure out solutions other than like, you know, you take the whole month cause Gene has a tournament this or next month and then, uh, Creed the month after. Um, so, you know, I, it, in terms of when it doesn't mean we're not going to host stuff, but it's, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of hard to bill a monthly also during his regional right but i don't want to not host it so it's it's kind of like figuring that kind of stuff out um and being in the to chat more and planning ahead more um <laughs> lots of growing pains lots of growing pains so uh, advocate, no, I, advocating I, I, for I would, yourself is a challenge yeah it's the biggest thing for a, a um a doubles major is <laughs> i feel like will require a large pop bonus so mm. uh I need to figure out. I need to have a conversation with TOs about how they figure out sponsors and how that works with budgeting, because I don't know anything about that. Um, and then, yeah, otherwise, figure out a way to maybe start saving money. Uh, I need to get my own life together to do that too, <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's it's just kind of like the end goal. I don't necessarily have it planned. I kind of just want to keep saying it out loud to people and like you know what i mean like make it a, kind of force it into reality you know what i mean like the more i say it the more people know about it and then eventually i'm gonna be like oh you're gonna you're the double major guy <laughs> right and then like and then i'm gonna have to do you know what i mean like it's i just have to keep doing it keep saying it and it'll eventually happen someday but you don't want to put a hard, a hard like uh, you, you you want to figure out other things first before you are ready. Yeah, I feel like I need to learn more as a to, as a TO first. Like let me let me get a hundred people at a at a uh, at a tournament before I look because I'm thinking if I host a doubles major, it's probably gonna have a hundred people tops. <laughs> I can't believe Slim missed it. Dang it. Okay, so. Let's talk about let's talk about the M Series Nine real quick because M Series Nine BMW uh, Melee Start GG because I'm pretty sure that next, doubles. Next yeah, that, when is the next one? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Doubles has a uh, a pop bonus. Yes, they have. I that's think right. I think I'm down, to, 
I'm trying to go with Porkers. That's my uh, that's my static teammate. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is your static teammate. Isn't it not at least 200? Yeah, I think it is 200. Here, uh, he hit me up with it. Where did he hit me up on Facebook? Oh, this is oh, this is the wrong one. Uh, I got duped. No, I, I, I thought I, I had chosen yet. M Series Nine. I chose BMW Nine. But here we go. Yes, 200 doubles pot bonus. See, that helps. That helps. I think I think Bard has always enjoyed putting a reasonable pot bonus into doubles because I think somehow Bard understands that there's a certain group of people who will just show up because they see 200 and they'll do it without necessarily realizing it was for doubles. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I think that added because when I ran my cheeks events, I would do I would do the same thing. I would do two hundred dollar pop bonus, and then in the Smash GG for doubles. So I think that's I think that's uh, I think that's something that Bard is on the same page with you with. I feel like there's a team up in the in the in the future somewhere where something's gonna it happen. It actually did. Um, it wasn't the best communicated because for some reason it was like. Bar, I don't know why Bard didn't reach out to me specifically because I was like somebody reached somebody who wasn't Bard reached out to Moosh who reached out to me that said that Bard wanted me to help him with the last tournament that he ran with all the crew battles and with uh, the most recent one with uh, Junebug getting doing the DK run. Yeah. Um, and I forget why there was like some weird miscommunication about it, but we were just it was just the same day as our own monthly that we had already announced. So it's like, uh, it's, you know, ask me a month earlier, right? Um, but yeah, no, I can I can definitely see. I know. He, so, yeah, he's to answer your question, I guess he's already reached out and wants to wants to do a thing like that crew battle. But, you know, more region focused. So like, let's bring Philly and do the Philly crew battle versus the MDVA crew battle or whatever or crew. Yeah, yeah, the Richmond crew though, just kind of riding on Junebug's Donkey Kong of all things, taking ten stocks. Anyone taking ten stocks in a crew battle for any character, any reason, that is very impressive. Very, very impressive. It's always a heavy. It's like a Donkey Kong or a Ganondorf. <laughs> <laughs> Look, or I a, love Prometheus though. I don't know if you watch anything from the Black Empowerment Melee Invitational, but watch Prometheus versus Toussaint. That was amazing for my part. I, yes. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yes, it's a good set. All right, let me go ahead and do that. Oh, Slim says that he once took out a whole crew on his own. R-O-F-L. Raffle, raffle. Okay, well, let's... Let's 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 see it then. I don't know, Slim. I don't know what to tell you, but you, do you Slim's, see the Mario? Slim's Say again. Slim Slim six. He's I believe it. Okay, I never mind. It. I fully believe it. I don't have I to. I don't have to have video of it anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just it should just be believed. I believe. I hope that this Mario throwing a middle finger at everyone on the stream is not TOS. <laughs> So Slim was saying that anything would be better than the two of us on the video for the stream. And so I got the Mario middle finger picture and put that onto the stream instead. That works out. That's better. Well, <laughs> temporarily, I threw it on earlier and then I took it away. 
What? Are, how behind are you, Slim? You're still talking about seeing us when Mario has been on the screen for two minutes. All right, that's neither here nor there. I'll just leave it up for a little bit longer. Gonna, Slim's going to drive me crazy. The next time I come out to California, we're going to meet up and we're going to play a money match. That's it. I've, I've, I've had it. I've just had it. I will do my awful O2 box fox. Throw my throw it throw it at you and see how. Let's oh there we go. Let's do it. Let's go. I'll be at the next Genesis. That's the plan. How about that? All right. Let me go ahead and trash this image and go back to the two of us. Makes my teeth look white. My teeth never look white unless I'm here in front of the screen with shiny teeth mode on. So I like having shiny teeth. To wrap up though, we've talked about even tournament intertournaments communication. What are, what are, what would you say is a tournament that you really wish you could have started yourself that you could be the TO behind because you enjoy its history or because you enjoy the vibe or you wish you came up in that region or has that thought never occurred to you? That's fair. Honestly, I kind of just wish I got involved with, um, the, Philly TO scene sooner and worked with uh, the likes of Panos uh, and uh, I'm going to shout out Valerie. Uh, oh, Valerie's of, a friend of the program. Let's go. Queen of Philadelphia herself. The queen. <laughs> um, she, yeah, I, I, I wish I had an opportunity to learn from them directly uh, instead of tangentially or like afterwards kind of like remembering what they did um trying to remember the things they did or how they ran stuff uh because the gang tournaments were amazing and they had a lot to do with that as well as r2d um who who ran all the stuff out of swarthmore uh that was a college that was that that, that where the tournament was hosted um but those guys were just great people <laughs> um and also just the tournaments that they ran just like were were just were great but just specifically those gang tournaments were um the coolest i've been at like a bunch of regionals uh back when regionals existed <laughs> <laughs> they're existing um, again i have one regionals back man because the you can you can have them like really dope ass venues like that uh and both of those regionals had um not only some of the best top eights like that was cap the first one was captain smuckers beating zane's ass beating zane's ass that show was awesome and then uh both of them had uh the opportunity for like things like there were some of the first tournaments that ever had slippy uh recording setups like back when that was like a novelty um and then so they were able to do things like that and then they did um oh that's right the second this was so cool and this is what you can do with stuff like regionals uh so there were i want to say like i don't remember we're gonna just call it six spots so after pools everyone got put into bracket except for there were just six spots that were open and then and anybody who didn't make it into bracket were able actually everybody you can make it whether you made it into bracket or not um you were able to play um before bracket actually started in a in like a waterfall or i guess it was a waterfall no it was a ladder it was a it was literally just a ladder at the tournament like a ladder bracket so you, you like you do on like smash gg 
uh, on Smash Tuesdays, right? Uh, and the people who placed the best in the ladder could then make it in bracket, even if you went 0-2 in pools. Which, that's such cool shit. And then also, it just gave you the opportunity to play more Melee that mattered. It's like tough it, when you have like, a thousand people to put through a whole bracket. Just imagine Genesis yeah, not doing do something. Like yeah. Like there was only like 200 people at Gang 2. Like, if that, maybe 150. So you could do super cool, innovative shit like that. You know? And so that, so that's... I always think back to that tournament when I'm... When I TO and just like how cool and innovative those tournaments seemed at the time um and like they di they did stuff at the time that like were either no or either norms now or like that waterfall into the bracket thing or excuse me the ladder into the bracket thing like tournaments don't I, I don't think i've ever seen that since you know it just reminds me of what the oh. kish brothers were known for back in the day they would do all kinds of different things for their brackets as well they would just say you know, we 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 don't have to do top eight in a traditional sense. What if we just did round robin for top eight and person with the best record wins the tournament? <laughs> that's what they did for that tournament that was in the Mango episode in the dock. That that's why that was. Oh, that's how they did that. Yes. Did they even mention that in the doc? I don't even they, think they, they did. They, they kind of do. They kind of do. They got lucky, though. Like a bunch of times. I can't believe I never noticed that. I'm going to no, say so I watched that tournament because of that doc. That was a long time ago, so I probably didn't realize it. No worries. That's no crazy. worries. Go, no, if you go back and watch the doc, you'll see how Hungrybox and Mango are playing the same high-level people, and it's because all the high-level people were in top eight, and then they all play round robin, and the last match of the day was Hungrybox versus Mango. They had the two best records at the end of the day, so it... They actually kind of got Yo. lucky with that one. Yeah, okay. So you could do cool shit like that at regionals. All right. I'm going to look into doing stuff like that. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Well, you, careful. Careful. That's uh, uh, You should just reach out to Kish Prime on Twitter and say, hey, how do you feel about... Give me some advice on this whole top eight round robin thing. What do you think worked or did not work with it? Because he also said when I had him on for the podcast, he said, we yeah, also ran that tournament until Tuesday and everybody stuck around. <laughs> like, I don't know if you can get <laughs> they, they, they had it like from Saturday to Tuesday or something like that. They're like, oh, well, the tournament's still going. So I guess come in tomorrow on Tuesday, guys. Well, no, they intentionally planned it that way. Yeah, I don't they did. know. That's weird. I don't know why. I don't know why. Me... Let me, uh, I, I, I don't remember all the 100% details. It could have been that they ran other tournaments where they intentionally said, let's, let's actually do kind of like a Sunday into Monday into Tuesday thing. It may not have been that tournament specifically, but the top eight round Robin, it was that tournament that's in the dock because you see, you see them like have their, oh, Hungry Boxes has won all of his sets against everybody else. Mango has won all of his sets against everybody else. And now it's Mango versus Hungry Box to see who wins the tournament. It is true. I guess when you think back at it, it, it there's a lot of just like everyone's playing each other. <laughs> so that, yeah, that makes sense. That's funny. I'm currently extorting Slim Chang, who's asking to donate so that we can all watch a video together. And I'm saying just go onto the Patreon. If you sub to the five tier, then then we'll watch a video. Sure. One. You have money where your mouth is slim. Although I'm scared of what video is going to make us watch. I'm not the one who put my Patreon link in the Twitch chat. Slim was asking to donate, and I thought, 
Oh, Patreon. So that's what I that's what the Patreon is for. For people who for whatever reason Mmm, okay, well, Slim's credit card, which is his mother's, unfortunately not working today. Also degeneracy. Also hey, look, it is what it is. Oh, and I totally missed the last part of your of your set there. Um calling to doubt. Does does Slim Chim does Slim, Slim Chang actually win this game? Oh no way. Oh, snipes the double jump and makes a comeback and wins. Okay, Slim's the goat. I have Slim, to now. For, for, Slim won one of the Levos when Leffen was running Levos. Yep, that's what Slim was saying in chat. 3 0 and then 3 0 again at Eddie Mexico. If I'm he's also yep. the kind of guy who's just going to sit in somebody's chat when they're interviewing somebody else and be like, yo, let me tell you how good I am at melee. <laughs> Hey, uh, I appreciate. You know, that's fine because he's good at melee, so you know you can do it, I guess. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Lim Chang the goat with the dollar sign. Okay. <laughs> it's been a wild ride. Did you want to get to anything else? I don't want to make you feel like this is the butts and Slim Chang interview because I don't usually have somebody just, chatting I'm this just much. Slim shit. Yeah, I'm just mm -hmm. giving some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you should not um, have told the Mario Discord. Oh uh, no, this is what I asked for. It's there's you know, it's, it's what you get when you tell the Mario Discord. There's only a few of us. Um but I love the Mario Discord. Mario Discord is the coolest, Mario is the best. Uh don't believe the doc propaganda. Uh if you think doc's better than Mario, then you're close minded and you should go read a book. That is a no can do for most melee players. I'm gonna pass on that. Well, then they're gonna say close minded. <laughs> I can't even read a cookbook on characters like. Hey, a manga counts. Hmm. What about watching? Yeah, that'll get a lot of the melee players. What about watching Abbott Elementary with loved ones? Me and my lovely wife Jen are currently going through Abbott Elementary on Hulu. Okay. Suggested. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, like a, you know, the office, except all the people that you're following are not in a work office. They're in a school, they're teachers. And so they're teaching school in the, the, the show. And so if they're teaching in the show, then that's reading. Right. So I feel like, I feel like I'm doing it. Like, that's like, you're saying like, you know, I don't need to read a book. I can just play persona and try to look at the get the questions right when i'm in the classroom <laughs> i've watched other people play through assassin's creed in my teenage years and they would read the historical bits in assassin's creed so really i know all about rome or whatever it is i mean i'm talking about all these books and i have all these books on my left that my friends given me that i haven't started oh actually i know i did start one of them so there's that. I, I do have that going for me. We should save that for first. Oh, and everyone should read uh, all the melee books. Like, what's the? What's oh, the you're broken? right. Melee is broken. That's yeah. Melee is broken. Mm -hmm. Such that a great book. Very good. Mm -hmm. Spoopy wrote very, that, I believe, right? Yes, Spoopy and somebody else co-wrote it uh, with her. I can find it over there if we want to properly. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I think I think the person who we are talking about who helped to write this book, I think, was more in the editor role at first, but yes, then... yes, correct. I think Spoopy was the main writer, main author. Yes. Yeah. 
but it's a great book, and I did read that within the past three years. So never mind. You read a book. You read a book. I've read a book. I can't believe it. I totally forgot that I read, and I own it as well. So, you know, support support the melee authors in the scene. There's not a ton of them either, but they're out there. Next book I actually want to read is uh, called Dilla Time. If you know, I don't know how into hip hop culture or or history you are. I mean, I'd probably have an appreciation for it. Whenever whenever Sean Evans interviews somebody on Hot Ones who's a certified OG in the hip-hop scene, like, had on Lil Cool J recently. Am I getting the the names, the, the sequence of names right? It's Lil Cool J, if I recall correctly. But, but, but uh, what I'm getting at is, like, someone who's been around for a minute... LL Cool J. LL Cool J. Yeah. All right. See that I knew I was missing something. So had on LL Cool J and you hear about things about the 80s. And, you know, most of the time people talk about 80s pop music and everything, but that's when hip hop was coming up, growing, just kind of like in the background and, you know, you were underground, but then that that was probably the most important work at that time to bring that genre forward. So yeah, if you if you want a, a quick, really interesting and great to watch series about hip hop history, uh, it's on Netflix. I think it's just called like Hip Hop History or something, or, or the History of Hip Hop. Mm. It's like a it's like a uh, it's like a mini series. It's like a bunch of episodes. Super easy to find if if you wanted to learn more about that. But uh, the book I want to read is called Dilla Time. There's a producer named Jay Dilla, who a lot of people call the best rap producer ever. Uh, and what he was famous for was when he produces drums, he would not use a sequencer. Uh, and if you don't know what a sequencer is, it's the thing that makes your drums on time. So like if you like, this is the metronome. It's a very particular like beat, like beats per minute or whatever. So if you're like doing a, if you're manually doing a drum machine, you're gonna like not be like technically 100% on the beat, right? Uh, and he famously would not sequence his drums, so his drums were not were always like a little bit off beat. Um, and so similar to like how you have normal time, and then you have what's called like swing time, which is like you know nineteen twenties jazz like swing, right? Yeah. Um, this this like music right like theory guy in Chicago, I think, wrote this book about Jay Dilla, how he invented a third time. I don't know music theory that well, so I bet I could be explaining it better. But it's no, that's okay. So but you can tell. I want to read about it. <laughs> you you can tell even as someone who's not super into music. If I were to play you "Sunshine of Your Love" by Cream, you would say, "What is wrong with this drummer?" And you might not realize it right away. But if I told you it's behind the beat, then you would notice it and go, "Oh gosh, oh gosh, this is awful." And that song becomes harder to listen to, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it works to the benefit and sometimes it works to the detriment but uh, you so, know yeah, what I, I, I like how I've... there was a certain amount of for Dilla saying I, we don't have to be 100% on beat we don't have to we can do things yeah, differently no, that, was, that was his whole thing so his stuff so that's the thing so like you know when you're when you're a rap producer you're like it's, it's for all intents and purposes electronic programmed drums um so they don't set, so they lose an authenticity to them because of that or the music loses authenticity because of that especially if you're going to be using 
samples, which a lot of rapper rap producers do. They just sample real authentic music. Um, and then when you put in program drums, you lose that authenticity. So he kept the authenticity by keeping it unsequenced, but still doing it in such a particular, I don't know. It's interesting. You just, I guess you just got to listen to some of his music. Um, yeah. It would probably help. I read a book about this artist and then I listened to the music and what just like, no, normally you kind of have to listen to the music first. <laughs> it's like reading a book about melee. I read Edward Budding's the book about melee and wow, what a great book. I guess I should watch it like actual gameplay now. This game seems pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, you wild. ever heard about Smash Melee? No, no, the one for the GameCube. Don't watch it on YouTube. Read this book first. I know somebody who is amazing at guitar because he got good at Guitar Hero. Hmm. I mean, somebody... Oh, no, sorry. Freddie Wong doesn't count. I think he played guitar before Guitar Hero. Please continue. Is there somebody who I know? Uh, he's in the Melee scene. Ait. Who? Ait. It's a known, known Philly Captain Falcon grinder, so possibly you've played them on the internet. Very possibly. I've played a few Falcons, but I don't remember... I don't remember anyone's tags that I play. Like, I, it is truly face faceless opponent out there. I don't care if I recognize a tag or not. I just go, this is the character that I'm playing. When I play in person, I, I do think about who I'm sitting next to and observing their habits and everything, but it feels like I'm just treating them like a differently programmed melee bot. And, and a lot of these melee bots out there don't have the skill that the... I remember Axe making some videos of playing against a real, actual program Smashbot and being owned by it. That was funny, super fun to watch. But yes, the ones that are actually humans playing, I just treat them like faulty programming. They do some interesting things sometimes and they might have habits to exploit, but I just don't think of the person that I play across from online as a person because they're not sitting next to me. It's so weird to even think that somebody is in their room, like how I'm in my room and so on. Oh, and by the way, this is my um, all over the brain work. Slim Chang asked like 30 minutes ago, what is this drawing behind me? This one right where my hand is. That's a drawing that one of my kids drew. So there you go. <laughs> now we all know. I think, I think it's a flower. I see a heart. Flowers on the left. There's a heart on the top right. Is that a car? Yeah, there's, so there's, let's say car and scribbles and Ellie wrote her name. So we're we're getting there. Someday it'll be more comprehensible, but I'm hoping to add more things or above less my comprehensible. head. If it's less comprehensible, she might make money off it. I mean, I am saying that. I am saying that, but I don't think... One of the things is that the art has to tell a story, and I don't think there's a story here. I don't know if you understand abstract art. I don't I don't, I don't know if I do. <laughs> but all I'm saying is I don't see a story, and I think that's part of the art stuff. You're supposed to interpret your own story. That's how good of a piece it is. Well, she she um, drew a love heart, scratched it out, and drew one just as poorly and left it there. And I think that's beautiful. <laughs> there, that is a, You know what? That's the story. 
That tells like, that's like the story of life right there. Mm -hmm. Just keep trying. You give it a shot, you give up, and then you give it another shot. And it's the same result. Who's ready to pay $20 plus shipping? Yeah. No, just kidding. It's priceless to me. That's why it's on the wall. We put they draw stuff for me or whatever. I put it on the wall. Them's the rules. As you can tell, they don't draw for me very often. Better than them drawing on the wall. That's true. But then if they drew it on the wall, I wouldn't have to hang it up. So they'd actually be saving me a lot of work. And you should start encouraging them to draw on the wall. <laughs> I know how my wife would feel about that, so that's going to be a no thank you. <laughs> I'm already in big enough trouble for keeping her out of the bed for this song, so we probably should wrap up. Let's see. Please. Totally Jeffrey Butts toilet paper. Tell the people where they can find you and and about the philly legend make sure that the people know there is an amazing monthly that they can attend that i will uh I, there there are a reasonable amount of tournaments that i'm trying to go to within the next 30 days it's crazy but please tell the people let them know well this one's in this saturday uh, so uh i don't i don't blame you if you don't come because it's in a couple of days when's the next one what is where are you, what's your region by the way i'm in lancaster Oh, you're in Lancaster. Okay, you're not far. Um, cool. So, I am found at Totally Butts. That is, that is the... Just look up Totally Butts on Twitch, Twitter. Those are the places I'm, I'm on. Um, and then my tournament uh, is The Legend of Philly. Uh, this month we are doing... Uh, it's supposed to be like a Legend of Zelda thing, so we did The Legend of Philly... Um, I believe it was, what it was, Young Silver's Awakening. We gave him the title because he had won the Philly Arcadian recently. Uh, and then we're doing because it's a small tournament that's like not a lot of people are gonna go to anyway. So we're doing a a wand of Gamelon theme this month. So it's the wand of Pizza Frank. I love that our... Pizza Frank is well loved in seven one seven. Pizza Frank came out to say, one of our events. Know Pizza Frank. <laughs> Oh yeah. Pizza Frank, yeah, Pizza Frank also well loved in two one five for sure. Let's go. Uh, and yeah, so we're gonna have that. Uh, it's always Smash GG slash T L O P T Lop, the Legend of Philly. Mm. Uh, you can just type that in any given day, and it'll have whatever the most recent or the next T Lop is. We usually update it uh, pretty soon, so. Oftentimes, if you just look it up, you'll probably see the next iteration before you even announce it. <laughs> Let's like go. Mm -hmm. um, generally, it's on the second Saturday of every month, but this, the next two months, it actually won't be. Um, I want to say tentatively, next month will be Sunday the second, and the month after will be the third Saturday. The month after Creed. Oh, oh, that's the same weekend as Battle of BC Five, which I am hopefully attending. And Sundays are almost always a no go for me. Dang it, that's tough. So you're not wait. So you're not going to be attending. Oh no, wait. Battle of BC. Excuse me. Yes. I so mean, wait. Battle of BC Five is going to be the weekend after Creed. So Battle of BC Five is May May 18th through the 20th. It's it's okay, that yeah, weekend. Ours 
that month. So if you wanted to come, if you wanted to come to a TLOP next month, it would be April second, Sunday. Which I will not be able to attend because I don't do Sunday events. Uh, pretty pretty hard and fast rule unless I unless I literally say to Jen, Battle VC five is in five months. I know it's short notice, but can I do that? Because that involves me being there on Sunday. Sunday's a big day for us. It's a big family day. Yeah, I mean, I'd, it's, I'd, I get it. I'd, I typically try not to do Sundays anyway, uh, but it's that whole April's, or was it May? Next month. Next month is booked. Yeah. Next, but April, like, uh, April uh, is booked. Bard, Bard can't booked. help it when the, the, re, the monthlies, I mean, he's hosted once a month, obviously, since August. That was the last M series that I was able to go to because it's just, you know, it's bad luck, uh, or they're on Sundays and I go, I'm sorry, Bard, I can't go. And, it's tough. It is tough, but there's something coming on on March 25th on Saturday, so I'm going to be there. I'm going. So I'll, I'll meet you there then. <laughs> and I will meet Porker as well, and we could do some dub sessions, yeah. and you'll both wish that you did not agree to doing that because, wow, you need to practice against a better team than me and whoever I carpooled with, but it'll be super fun. Uh, no, me and Porkers need to practice ourselves anyway. Especially if you want to get into that uh, top eight or w whatever, we start paying out two hundred dollars. Let's go. Get into the money. Yeah, see if we can get into the money. I, it, our best, our best teams win is um, Wally JJM. That's sick. Who, JJM played as Ices. Mm -hmm. Wow. I just told Porkers run away from Ices, <laughs> and that was our strategy. Well, who does Porkers <laughs> play as? Cheek. Mario Cheek. Yeah. So needles to save you a lot or no? Um, actually, I saved the shit out of him. I'm Mario's amazing at saves. Air, mm. fireball, down B, up B, like all everything is just so good at saving sheep because she just up B in the general area. Um, I can be I can be needled, but I generally if I'm off stage, I'm I'm on my own. Sheik's trying to save me. I usually. You, usually she her, kills herself trying to save me <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense and because one of the most lethal things against a chic player in doubles is you cover the ledge i'll cover the stage and we're that's rough you get your favorite thing taken away from you and there's guaranteed coverage when you land on the stage with that awful landing lag yeah i just tell porkers like try to be like me too king as much as possible spam those spam those needles throw needles get on the platform throw needles get on the other side of the stage throw needles and down smash uh, a lot yeah it's, against like a character like ices that's really good on the ground like i mario's just very good grounded character cheek's very good platform character right so um i mario chic is, is a hard team because ultimately both of their issues is uh an easy way to kill like fox can just up smash right cheek needs a grab or else she's just kind of like whiffing out moves um same with mario for a lot of the cast right uh so yeah they get they just both have to play their roles and so yeah when you play somebody like wally and jjm I literally told them like you do not engage ice climbers ever <laughs> literally do not engage ice climbers. If they're on the ground, you go to the platforms. If they're on the platforms, you go to the ground. Do not engage them. <laughs> and that's what they got will... the dub. And that's what got the dub. Let's go. <laughs> so I look forward to seeing y'all uh, 
tear it up there at M Series 9. They'll meet you there. I'm hopefully meeting Dawson at M Series 9. Or wait, no. Or Kite, I'm hoping to meet. Kite, I'm hoping to meet at um at Short Hops as long as I'm able to go. I have not yet cleared that Saturday, but we shall oh, see. I'm probably also going to be at Short Hops, so I'll see you there too. Let's go. These are exciting things to look forward to. For those of you in chat or who are listening to the YouTube or or the the audio of this afterwards, I'm sorry. I apologize that look it it, it is what it is because um you know <laughs> you may not be in Lancaster or in Philly. You might be eternally in California like Slim Chang is, but. If you are near your locals or regionals or bi-weeklies, monthlies, whatever it is, if you support it, chances are you're going to make that TA feel really good about themselves and then they'll keep doing it. And then eventually you just find that big event coming around the corner for you. Or maybe you want to start hosting a fest at your place because you have the room to do it. LOL, smashers. Uh, most of us... Ugh don't have room or might not even have our own place thank your tos just thank your tos exactly go to your locals go to your regionals and thank just say thank you Mm -hmm. trying to make everyone feel seen here you know then they someone out there is going oh he's just like me for real until i clarify no actually i am uh yeah I, I do have a, a place of my own but but for those of you who don't i get it because i used to not have a place of my own i remember for sure. But yeah, thank your TOs. Know who the TO is when you go to the building. I feel like a lot of the, sorry, one last super quick tangent. I feel like people don't, like you go to, here's a really funny story. Apex 2022. Dear, wonderful human, ran Apex 2022 from, or ran Melee for Apex 2022. Uh, his neighbor was uh, a Philly local mainstay in Joey Laces. Uh, I forget who he was rooming with. I want to say Dawson was actually in that room too. It's possible. Um, I know Joey Laces was definitely in that room. Uh, and Joey Laces, right next door to the room of Deer, and played like the whole like the whole weekend. You know, for an hour or two every night, they would like play melee in each other's room. You know, because they're right next to each other playing melee, and he's. Just was like, oh yeah, no, just some guy. You, you, I think, oh, I was sitting next to him in top eight, and, and I said something. I, was, I said hi to Deer, uh, and like, I hope you're doing well. Like, good luck for running top eight today. And he's like, oh yeah, no, I played melee with that guy. I was like, he's running the tournament. He's like, what? He is. <laughs> <laughs> he was just being. He said he was like beating. I don't know. I think he said he was like talking a bunch of shit to him because he was like beating him in friendlies or something like that. Like one of the nights because he was drunk or something. And I was like. Poor Don't deer. Think about that the tournament, dude. <laughs> I acknowledge that he it, it did everything that you're here for, <laughs> and I just beat his ass in friendly. That's that's so, part yeah, of the reason her. why I want to go to Battle BC. It's just purely because Deer is someone who I would know being there, who's been on the show before, and is so so incredibly cool. I got to meet mm-hmm. Deer at Genesis. He's super cool. Yeah, I. I Briefly at, at Apex because he was running everything. Right. But yep. I was happy to be able to be like, hi, dear. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Did great. I mean, also ran a tournament in Seoul, South Korea. Who gets yeah, to do that? Not even that long before Apex either. That was so cool. Yeah, no, he, Deer seems like just one of the very good eggs 
in this in the community. Not that other not that there's a lot of bad eggs, but he he seems like a particularly good egg. Again, Battle BC five looking to be a main a major in in and a mainstay in our calendar moving forward. Okay. Knock on wood for you. Mm-hmm. That's right. So here's hoping I get to go to that as well. But in the meantime, we gotta get going. Let's play the outro, then stick around, we'll do the thumbnail. We'll we'll get you rolling after that.